Cool. Um, We're definitely recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you not gonna? You Hey, y'all! Welcome to Blood Education. I am Brando, and I'm Mia, and you know this is the podcast where we teach you about people you should know, or teach you more about people you already know about. So what we talk about today, girl, I got y'all today is my time. We're going to be talking about the watch truce of 1992. Um, so I picked this one because I really wanted to do something like positive while everything about the story isn't like, you know, shits and giggles, roses or whatever the fuck the people mm-hmm. say. Um, it is a really positive story on like what could happen if we decided to all kind of put our differences aside and make sure that we are taking care of one another. So Watts, Watts as in... You already know Cali, LA. Absolutely. Okay. LA, LA, Compton, you feel me? Compton, okay. Neighbors. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're going to talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit. But absolutely. You've never been to Cali? No, like at I mean, all? Like, no. I mean, I stopped there once, like on a plane. But like, it was like a layover, <laughs> but I didn't, I've never actually like... It's actually beautiful. Cali. I've never you been know. to like that area I really of California. Like the but dunes, like like where Issa like but I heard that's like but, you know there's shame they shame people on Twitter now for going for there. They're like they're like why y'all need to stop going to LA and like going to see Issa's like the dunes like it's okay like move on and I was like um that sounds like some hater energy I'm not gonna going lie to y'all for the like first I was literally time. about to say because maybe the, I'll just keep it in my camera I was roll. supposed <laughs> to go but like I'm going this summer but anyways Watts if I go. okay so Watts Compton okay yes so um we in the hood now baby we shut <laughs> okay, so just the basis of this, we have to know like the two most important things, which are, you know, gangs exist. Okay. Okay. Within these gangs, we have two majors. We all know the Bloods and the Crips, right? Okay. The Bloods are red, the Crips are blue. I it's the whole know. thing with the letters. You know what I'm saying? You don't say one thing if you're a part of one group, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, and obviously, at this particular time, especially in the 90s, it is like booming, all right? Yeah. Like there is just violence everywhere at this point. Um, but what we're going to see happen is there's going to be like a series of events that are going to kind of get us to the watch truth that are going to set us up to be like, all right, it's time. The time for games is out. Um, I don't want to get into it too quick, but I do want to talk about like the leading up to it. So um, what we're going to see happen is basically um, we are going to have multiple um I was about to call it gun violence, but that's not it. Like, um, what do you call it? Like a shootout? What's the, I don't know. What's shootout. the vernacular for hey, it? drive-bys that's literally what i'm thinking about in my head okay all right we're gonna have multiple drive-bys in different communities that are gonna lead a lot of people to kind of being like all right these gangs were originally around kind of protecting us and making sure our neighborhoods were safe Mm. and at this point what we're seeing is that our people are being harmed even though they are absolutely not involved in this whatsoever so like again drive-bys are happening and in particular we're going to see um her name Karen Toshima, and I'm gonna have to drop that in our description so All that right, y'all can look up Karen. Karen Toshima, what happens with Karen? She's with her homies, she's going to UCLA, she's vibing, having a good time. They're on their way to the movies, you know, she's buying her ticket. And you know, back in the day, well, still now, sometimes their kiosks are outside, so you get your ticket and then you go into the movie theater, right? Well, drive by happens as little mama is getting her ticket, right? And oh, no, she's killed, she oh. right? So, oh, no. big like standpoint of this is that she's a Japanese American, you know, she's not 
she's not a black person. She's not anybody that's Hispanic. So that is a super big deal and a big turning point as far as, right, as far as cop presence as it applies to, like, gang violence and things like that, all right? Because they already knew this was motivated by the gangs. They just weren't really sure, like, who initiated it, who started to be, you know, why it happened the way it happened, whatever. But they did know that Karen was murdered. And, again, that she was Japanese-American. Yeah, look her up. It's very... Sorry. engaging story you're fine but her dad ends up actually turning into an advocate um and he's kind of like what are we going to do about this because my daughter was a uh college student you know she was doing the things she was supposed to do and she still lost her life um so the result of this is going to be we're going to see um a lot of mass hysteria and people being like oh my god this could be my child you know what i mean like what do we do how do we stop this and in turn obviously again we're going to see that increase in well, police presence. you know you it's, it's interesting <laughs> that you know Here you go. No, no 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 rest in peace karen like i like i'm so sorry girl um but like it's interesting that you know like when you have another um minority that um, it's historically adjacent to mm-hmm. whiteness. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, now, oh, now it's a problem. Yeah. Now it's a problem. No, we got to do something about this. We got to do something about it. When you know, you know, people but, in Compton you know. and Watts have been literally dying for like years at this point. Oh, for boy. literal years oh, at this boy, point. Boy, 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 okay. Boy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, I mean, you also even have to juxtapose like, uh, like how these gangs are kind of being like criminalized and punished. Um, um, like even with like certain charges, like the racketeering charges, different things like that. Um, you know, like shoot, yeah, I know because um, you know that originally started like to shut down the mob, but during this time, it's going to transition. And the focus is going to be on like yep. these uh, these black gangs because they are way more dangerous than the organized mob, right. you know. Of course, but, which but, you know, please. I mean, but so. I mean, there is a lot to be said about the transition of gangs being to protect community to moving to this act of violence and like protecting their neighborhood and holding it down. You know what I'm saying? There mm-hmm. is a lot to be said about that, but I think. From the outside perspective, there's a lot that gets lost in translation for a lot of other people right, where they course. don't really understand those connections that are built and their influence in the community. Because I know a lot, I know a lot of OGs that have done more for my community back home than any any type of representative True. ever has. You know what I'm saying? And that that's just the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um, takes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I totally get it. It's just like I think that even though like. You have to look at media too, because right. like they put this story of Karen like all over She's national everywhere. news. She's and everywhere. like even now, like when you when you look at the disparity of uh, you know black women being missing or being murdered versus like white women, you know yeah. you still have that syndrome of. Uh, of course, you know uh, Karen wasn't like a she wasn't a white woman, but right, and, you yeah. know it's still that sense Adjacent. of okay, yeah. like she has that that whiteness or that like. And just the profile of it, too, because, I mean, she was a young college student and it was like, oh, she never done anything wrong, you know. So so. uh, we see this murder of Karen happen. And this is where we're going to get our first attempt at something that could be similar to the Watts truce. And it's going to be called uh, Stop the Killing. This is going to be Louise Abdul Farrakhan, who's going to come in and try to lead it. Um, And essentially, a lot of people actually like the same one that that still be like, wait, is he alive still? I don't know. And I don't want to lie to the people. You want to Google it? Okay. Yeah. But Yes. Yeah, right. But he comes in and he's like, I'm a host a meeting. 
I'm going to get all of these Negroes in here. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk about how we're going to stop the killing because we have to stop the killing. And they really, for real, turn out and go listen to dude. And they're like, you know what? Yeah. He's making some points. But they're not they're not high enough to actually stop the violence. Okay? They, they're not cutting it. Okay. All right? So then we have a, another peace treaty. Okay? okay? Because what happens with the stop the killing is like for about two days. They're like, all right, we're they, chill. Yeah, they stop the killing and then somebody, you know, step on somebody's jays, they piss them off, whatever, whatever, and you know, on their corner. Right, that, that, that. Yeah, and then it was dead. Okay. okay? So they were like, mm, So they didn't really actually, like Got it. You feel me? Got it. All right. Um, so we keep going, keep going, keep going. We have this reverend who shows up and he's like, all right, what do I have to do to get y'all to calm the hell down? Mm-hmm. He comes out, does the same thing, speaks to him, yada, 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 get it handled. Right? Mm. Again. A few moments of peace, and they're like, you know what? Maybe we should stop killing our people. Okay. And then, I don't they know what happened. Again. They chose violence. I don't know. I just feel like one day somebody woke up and was like, actually, that peace stuff, I'm really not with it. Actually. I, yeah, I think when it comes to that, you have to like really get people unified and um, get them to all see the bigger picture. And if you can't, then, I mean, uh, of course, something like that is going to be temporary. And then, I mean, that kind of goes back to what we talked about in another episode where we talked mm-hmm. about segregation. Like, yep. um, it's more so like, okay, like, when everybody, when all these black people were together, there was really more of a sense of community. But um, then things just kind of became divisive. Also, during this time, you have, wasn't it L.A. being, like, flooded with crack during yeah. this time? Yeah, 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 during, yeah. This, the, during this era and stuff like that. Um, so... Yeah, like LA, New York. You know, so yeah, so I mean, that's also going to be a, a huge dent on the black community. Then the fact that black people are just criminalized um, a lot more. That you know, well, that's started after Reconstruction yeah. with the Thirteenth Amendment, but we we'll talk yeah. about that another yeah. time. We don't talk about today. He always stops okay. something. Mm-hmm. 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 But I know. Sorry. all right, but do y'all want to know the event that actually got the Bloods and Crips to come together and create a truce? I do. Do you, do you think you have a vision in mind? Thinking about the time period, what do you think it was? Mm, are we in like 80s, 90s? We're in, we're in the 90s. We're in the 90s. Early 90s. Oh, I was alive. I was alive in the 90s. <laughs> I wasn't alive. Early before. 90s, Cali. Um, what was happening during that time? Okay, so OJ Simpson was happening. <laughs> when OJ? For uh, sure. What's the other man? Oh, um, yeah, say it. Rodney King. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> Only in America. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Why would you do that? You're childish. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I'm not, all I know about Rodney King was he got beat by the cops. Like, is that like, it's very surface level. That is very surface level, but there's honestly not. My mom was talking about it. They beat him. They beat him. There's, okay. Truthfully, not a lot to the background of the story that mm-hmm. you need to know, to be honest. So essentially what happens with Rodney King is he is actually, um, he's pulled over for uh, driving under the influence of alcohol, right? Oh. And instead of being like, oh, y'all are just going to take me to jail, he goes on a high speed chase, which like real gangster of him, to be honest. I ain't going to lie. He shouldn't have been driving under the influence, but like he's a high speed chase is kind of gangster. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder what he was drinking. Right. But not important. 
So, um, obviously, they chase him on this high-speed chase, and they eventually pull him over where they drag him out of the car, and he is beaten. So, the key point of the Rodney King case is that somebody that was actually at a hotel that was off of the highway that he was pulled off on or pulled over on is recording from the balcony, and they take this recording, and they send it to the news for free. And yeah. they're like, yo, y'all need to see what's going on. And as we know, Rodney King then for that time period goes viral, right? He's on every news station. Everybody is watching this. And they're like, oh, my God, because this is the first time they've actually seen police brutality be recorded, right? Because it's been going on forever, forever. And we're at this point nowadays, we're desensitized almost. But at that time, they were like, oh, my God. Like, a lot of black people were like, we have seen these things happen. But this is the first time other people have so seen these things happen. So now they feel like it's valid. They feel like they have a voice now. They have, right. They, we have evidence. And right? it's like, you know, we've been saying these things and saying these things and nobody's been listening because we can't prove it mm-hmm. until this man records on this balcony, right? So again, records, sends it to the news and Rodney King just, this whole story takes the war by storm. Okay. And this obviously gets back to, well, it doesn't have to get back because this happens in LA, but Bloods and the Crips are like, you know what? They're killing us and we killing each other too. Right. It's time for us to calm down. So that's what we get out of that. The watch truce. Okay. Okay. So they, okay. Yeah. They literally come together. It's about, it's like two, three days after the Rodney King incident actually like makes news. It's like mm-hmm. April 28th, 1992. Um, and they come together and they sit down and there's actually a really great picture that we'll put in for you guys where we see like um, the heads of the Bloods and the Crips at that particular time where they're like, they've come together in front of their little podium, they shake hands and they um, kind of state why they're doing this. And they say that it's because, you know, we are again killing each other and they're killing us. And if we all killing us, nobody's going to be here for mm-hmm. us. You know, nobody's going to be here to represent us. And they said they're doing this to combat police brutality and they want to reduce the crime in their own neighborhoods. Cause that's not why gangs were originated. Right. Um, they come up with this. Uh, it's a real dope, like little image. We'll drop that in there for y'all too. Um, where they're like shaking hands. They got the different colors. And even out of this, they actually drop a rap album. Oh, so Snoop Dogg involved in this? <laughs> Snoop Dogg is not like directly involved in this, but they do drop an album. And there's like one song on there that like actually make them a little bit of money. Like they really, and they, you know what how. Song? I, don't, I, don't know the song. I actually didn't listen to it. I was scared I wasn't going to like it and it was going to really watch truth for me, you know, because I really like the story. Um, but anyway, so they sell this song. It actually goes, you know, pretty viral and they, they make a little bit of bread off of it. But, um, I really love this because not only did they like come together and be like, we're doing this because of this, but they actually created a formal treaty. Like, and it was actually molded after uh, the Israeli and Egypt uh, nuclear treaty. Uh, Right. (laughs) Like it was, it was after uh, it was modeled after that. And I thought that was really cool because you often don't see like very formal things like that within these type of neighborhoods Mm -hmm. um, or within those type of uh, particular subgroups, I should say. Uh, So I thought it was really dope. They actually took the time to create an actual treaty that they signed mm-hmm. um unfortunately though literally a few days after they signed this treaty um the rodney king riots take off in la um so they are very much overshadowed by um the rodney king riots and if you don't know what that is obviously there was a very difficult time in la when they are um rioting against the police in that particular community because they didn't feel like rodney king was um dealt his justice and things like that yeah. But um, yeah, so that's what happens with the the L.A. riots, Rodney King riots at that particular time. Mm-hmm. And they are very much overshadowed with uh, what we see happen there. But um, they do actually hang on to their truths for quite some time. Uh, I believe it's almost almost six months. 
it's not that that long, but for gang violence, you know what I mean? Like, and you know, don't quote me on that. I'm gonna have to go back and check the specifics, but it is quite a long time. Um, and they actually maintain this because again, they do really believe in their, um, agreement that they come up with but i wanted to pose a question for this particular one so i talked about like the origin of gangs and how we've kind of seen them evolve into different things and so my question is do you think that gangs can still be purposeful with what we know about them now so knowing what they originated as to protect black communities and make sure that we're safe protect Mm -hmm. us against police brutality and know that they have almost evolved into these uh, excuse me, into these um, groups that bring mm-hmm. harm to other black people, do you think that there's still potential for them to do what they originally set out to do? It's a very loaded question because I think in uh, theory and execution, yeah, like, I mean, it would just have to be uh, one of those things like where people, community leaders kind of came together and made it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that gang really just kind of has a negative connotation now right. when you think about it. Um, and when you associate it with... Uh, um, and particularly with people of color, um, that it's going to be something that is not really embraced by people overall, and right. especially by the government. Um, also, I want to say that, uh, shoot, like, even if we look at the prerequisite of the Bloods and the Crips, like these gangs, like, yeah, the Black Panther Party, that was labeled as a gang, but um, they did a lot of positive things for uh, the Black community, yeah. and they were actually strengthening this community, and I think that it got to a point where it was very dangerous. It's a very dangerous thing to see black people unified in this country, and um, (laughs) it is. And so, um, you know, I think that um, certain certain, um, labels are kind of seen as like a threat, if you will. So, So um, do you think by like changing the terminology it could be a different thing? um, Maybe, but yeah, I think so, too. Um, but I also am not really about respectability politics either, Her. though. So I don't, <laughs> I don't give a good goddamn. Yeah. I think that you could just still be a blood or a crip and still care about your community and like do that. It doesn't always have to be a negative connotation associated with it. I think there is one uh, associated yeah. because Absolutely. the media has made it that way. But I, um, I think that it could be like. Change and like, I mean, Bloods and Crips, they, they still go to community service, they oh, absolutely, do all that yeah, stuff, but that sure. stuff is not the stuff and that's getting church. that's not the stuff that's getting televised. So, yeah, I think if sure. you really want to um push that narrative, then we have to start telling our own narrative, yeah. which is kind of like what we're doing on this podcast. You know, we have to have those media outlets where we're telling our own stories, and then you have to have enough people that are really willing to listen to that story, and that helps to change the narrative of things. So, yeah. that's what I think. My hairbrain scheme is that um, gangs cannot go back to their original concept until we destroy the prison industrial complex. Well, that's about, ooh, that started uh, with, uh, with the passage of the 13th Amendment, right? Yeah. That's yeah. going to outlaw slavery except for um, as, punishment as punishment for a crime. crime. And then you start seeing black people getting incarcerated. Punished for crimes. Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that's continued. They did a real quick turnaround with that. You know, yeah. I'm... Like, you're standing on the corner, so you're arrested, so, yeah, so. Like, walking on the sidewalk with a white person, arrested, prison, jail, what? Yep, 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 yep. But, yeah, that's my harebrained scheme, and I think it's because of the the type of environment that's there and how you need that certain type of protection when you go in, so you have to align yourself with something like that. And, I mean, sometimes when you're really looking at things like that, you can like break down the, you know, it's mainly just black and white or, you know, Hispanic, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that creates a lot of sense of security, especially for 
um, people that come from homes that are not necessarily full. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They're looking for um, love and support in different ways, and a lot of gangs provide that for them. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah. and not necessarily all the time in a bad way. They may be doing bad things, but that love is real. You know what I'm saying? So yes. Um, but that was the watch truce. I really wanted to talk about this because I feel like uh, we spent a lot of time talking about murder and a lot of different things. And while this wasn't all roses, again, yeah. um, I think it's a really bright spot in the black community and does show that, you know, we can come together and put all our differences aside when we want to. I and I'll say my next story is very positive, too. It's about black people coming together. So I'm about to be spreading positivity, period. Yeah, I mean. I, I kind of like, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm a little pessimistic <laughs> or a little dark, but a little I, I don't know. I kind, I'm kind of attracted to like the darker periods of history because I feel like it's the taboo stuff that no one likes to talk about, but that's the stuff that you don't really want repeated yeah. to happen. So like, I'm going to tell y'all about it. Yeah. All right. So um, stick with us and, and we got, you. We got y'all all the things. The I am Brando. I'm Mia. Not from the bando since this was about like Compton and Watts and stuff. So I'm not from the bando today. So I mean, I'm wearing red. I don't want any problems. I don't want any smoke. I got three like, on. I play in this I mean, black. It's neutral. Well, I just like the color red, but I'm not in the game. Anyway, I'm Mia. He's Brando. All right. And we will catch you guys we next out. time. Peace. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>